0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Welcome back, 403-974-TALK. So as mentioned, Monday City Council will get a look at this idea for a so-called Plan B, as in an alternative to Calgary Next, but a plan that nonetheless would see a new arena built that the Calgary Flames would plant. Right, that's kind of where this whole debate is at. Does Calgary need a new arena? And if so, where should it go? Obviously, from that, there's a question of, well, what's the funding breakdown going to be? What are the flames going to contribute? What does the city need to chip in? What's the city getting out of it? What's the public interest, right? So there's some big questions. I want to find out a little bit more about where things are at and what it is that's going to be scrutinized on Monday. Joining us on the line is Ward 9 City Councilor Giancarlo Carra. Councilor, good afternoon. Welcome to the program.
0: It's good to be here. How are you?
1: Very well. So what is officially on the agenda then for Monday?
0: Well, what's coming to Monday is a um, presentation to council and to the citizens of Calgary as to how Plan B can work. Uh, And what we've, you know, as you know, uh, the Calgary Flames uh, proposed Calgary Next. We did a deep dive into the numbers. And, uh, you know, the, the, the financial situation prompted some politicians on council uh, to say things like it's a dead deal. Um, it, it's a challenging financial situation. So we, 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 I think there's a tremendous amount of support on council to uh, getting a new arena in this city. And, uh, you know, how we pay for it is a different issue. Where it goes is the issue that's on the table on, on, uh, on Monday. And what we've ascertained is that there's a pretty, pretty solid case for placing it in Victoria Park. And what we're going to be looking at is what that case
1: is. Okay, that, that involves, well, I guess a couple of things. There, there's the Green Line, uh, and there's also plans to to update, to renovate uh, Victoria Park. So, what, what, I mean, what's the city's vision as it stands now, prior to this, uh, as it pertains to Victoria Park?
0: Well, as you know, the East Village has been wildly successful. It's the most successful ta- tax increment financing scheme in North America right now. And the success of that, uh, in in conjunction with the master plan for the Calgary Stampede, Uh, The Calgary Municipal Land Corporation, which is building the East Village, working uh, uh, hand-in-glove with the Calgary Stampede, they've turned their attention south of the track, and they're looking at the Victoria Park area. And so what we're doing is we're sort of blending the East Village the entertainment district which is you know the national music center the the arts commons all of that surrounding uh city hall and the stampede master plan and we're we're giving it the the full east village uh love and attention and so you know we have a lot of expertise and a lot of people looking at that space and quite frankly a a a, a entertainment district uh event center like like something that the flames could pay, play in would be a perfect fit there. What we're seeing on Tuesday is that it can, in fact, fit, and it's a pretty compelling case from you know an urban design perspective, from a synergy with everything else that's going on, and in terms of the huge investments we're making in transportation infrastructure, the Green Line, the existing Red Line, uh, it's all right there.
1: Obviously, uh, price tag is something that matters. As you say, the, the numbers on Calgary Next were kind of eye-popping in that report. I, I assume, as you say, part of the impetus was to find something that maybe was uh, more sensible from a cost perspective. So are, can, can you shed any more light on, on what this might represent in comparison to Calgary Next? Uh,
0: I'm under the impression uh, that, it, it's, uh, that it's, it, it, it's a lot more doable financially from the public side of things. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, the West Village... Uh, the, the scheme depended on another tax increment financing scheme. In Canada, they're called community revitalization levies, but it's basically, you know, it, it's basically you're borrowing uh, against future tax tax take. Right. So, you know, you know, if you're collecting X property tax from a, from a piece of land right now, and if you put in a bunch of infrastructure, uh, people would come in and build things and you'd be collecting 20X in terms of property tax. So what you say, well, if we're going to get 20X. Can we borrow against the 20x we're going to get to build the infrastructure so we can ensure we're getting 20x? This is, this is a very interesting financing scheme for municipal infrastructure that uh, in the States uh, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. As I said, the East Village is the, the most successful one in uh, Canada, and it's expected – part of the plan for Calgary Next is that the West Village would get one as well. And what our numbers are showing is that you can't have two of these CRLs, two of these tax increment financing schemes, working in the same downtown at the same time. They'd, they'd, they'd cannibalize each other, and neither would be successful. There's also the creosote issue in the West Village uh, and, and a bunch of other infrastructure that needs to be built. Both trail needs to be moved, all of those things. Hugely expensive, whereas in Victoria Park, There's a bunch of things that are in place and a bunch of things that we're already spending money on. We've got the the CRL and, you know, we've got a commitment to build a massive piece of transportation infrastructure in the Green Line. All of that's already happening. So rather than sort of pushing uphill, we're we're actually getting there.
1: Okay. Calgary Next was an ambitious project. It obviously was much more than just an arena. Um, I, I certainly get the sense that we're not talking about a stadium or a field house in Victoria Park, but this would be an arena, an event center. What, what is it that we think could work there?
0: I, I believe, well, yeah, I don't think we're, we're talking about placing. Uh, part of the other problem with, the, with the, the field house being part of Calgary Next is that all of the numbers we're showing is that for a field house to be fully successful, it needs to be connected to a full-time daytime use like a university could provide. So, you know, a field house, in order to be fully successful, you'd need, you know, Evening user groups, you'd have, you know, a professional sports team like, you know, the Stampeders using it. But then you'd also have a lot of downtime that would be working against it unless you were part of a university and you had, you know, constant classes and stuff like that. So that's that's one of the compelling Mm -hmm. reasons why the field house needs to be up by the university.
1: In terms in, uh, of a public involvement then in, in building a new arena, an events center, I mean, what do you need to see to convince you that it makes sense for the city to be involved?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think that I what, what needs to happen for me is that we need to be able to show that any public investment we make uh, results in a commensurate public benefit. And the other thing that I'm fairly convinced about, and this is me talking personally and the research I've done, is that, you know, the Flames Group could build an arena like they've built up at, in Edmonton, Rogers Place, and spend all of that money on their own dime and turn a very, very healthy prop, profit for themselves. So I'm my starting place is that they don't actually need public dollars, but what we want to make sure is that we're building as synergized and as amazing a project as possible. And as I said, I think there's a tremendous amount of appetite On City Council to make sure that we are facilitating uh, the success of our of our Flames that we're facilitating the success of the entertainment district that we're building there and that we're doing everything that we can to to make sure that so you know I I think I don't see a need for hardball here I see a need for for groups collaborating in in a very synergistic way and and as you know uh, the Flames group and and city administration have been meeting very frequently going over things in depth. And and I'm confident that we're going to arrive at a very good place.
1: So you think that possibly an an arena, having the arena there, having it host Flames games, concerts, etc., that that could really serve as an impetus for turning this area into something special?
0: Well, I think it's already turning into something special. I think that would turn it into a next-level situation uh, for us and and i'm i'm very in support of that i'll tell you when i met with the flames group when they when they were about to unveil uh calgary next they did city council the sort of the the uh the the uh, they they paid us the respect to reach out to all of us and sort of give us a review of what, what they were going to be unveiling to the public you know what i told them right off the bat is i'm unsupportive of a new arena i want to make sure that any public dollar is directly linked to uh, to a demonstrable public benefit and I want to make sure that if we're pulling it out of the down, out of the stampede, if we're pulling the, the 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 saddle dome and that function out of the project that we have in the stampede, that we're not harming the stampede and we're not harming the event center and and that're you know if we're going to separate those root stocks that we're going to be able to build two mighty trees in different parts of the city because I'm not interested in harming you know, the project of the stampede and the project of what we have going on there. And I was never fully convinced that we could do that separation. And I'm very gratified that the numbers and everything are showing pretty clearly that keeping all of those activities where they currently are is going to help that area become, you know, take it, take that area to the next level from okay. what it is today.
1: So we'll see the details on Monday. How far off, though, is a decision from council on this, you think?
0: Well, I mean, I think this is being driven primarily by uh, by the Flames and their and their you know need to 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 address the fact that they've got the oldest uh, event center and, and arena in in, in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I know that there's a tremendous amount of money on the table for a group like that if they're able to to get a new event center. And I'm I'm supportive of of the Flames and and local business people making a lot of money. So All right. yeah. I'm, happy, I'm happy to support that. Yeah, uh, I just want to make sure that, you know, if we do put public dollars in, we've got a very, very clear uh, public benefit that's coming for every single dollar we spend.
1: Yeah, well, that makes sense. All right, well, we'll look forward to it on Monday. Counselor, thanks for joining us here. Yeah, Appreciate I think it's it.
0: going to be a good presentation so everyone can uh, tune in and look.
1: All right. Well, we'll eagerly await that. There you go. Giancarlo Carra, Ward 9, city councilor. Uh, We'll see all the details on uh, Monday. Uh, And I think that's the other question. Is timing of the essence here? Do we need something sooner rather than later? Right? Calgary next, at least according to the city report, eight to ten years just to clean up the land. And I'll always wonder, too, why, why didn't the Flames propose something five years ago? for example, or even or even more. Why has it taken so long to get to this point? 403-974-8255. We're back after this.
0: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.